episode number 27. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. Today's podcast is going to be a bit unique. First of all, I recorded it inside of Rambam Hospital in Israel. Secondly, for the first time on this podcast, I have a guest. So what's going on here? Well, my nine-year-old son had a freak biking accident that led to a whole host of things, including a CT, ultrasound, morphine, general anesthesia, and stitches, all in a manner of what felt like minutes. And, well, as his mother, what happened was I got stuck on guilt that it was my fault. Now, I realize now it wasn't very rational to think that his biking accident was caused by me, but I was feeling really guilty. And so while I sat in the hospital room with my son for about two days, I decided not only to get myself unstuck, but to have my son help me get unstuck. And he did. So I'm going to play you this conversation. Please keep in mind, the sound quality probably isn't going to be as great as you usually hear me on this show. And there also will be some background noises and voices. I did my best to edit out what I could. Okay, here we go. Today, I have a special guest who's going to be on for a little bit. And it is my son, Avi Chai. So I'm going to let him say hi. Hi. So I want to share with you an emotion that probably most parents have felt at least once, if not every single day of their lives. It's the emotion of guilt. If you are a parent, I can bet my bottom dollar that at some point in your parenting career, you have felt guilty about something regarding one of your children. Maybe guilty for the way they turned out, or guilty that you caused them to be a certain way, or Guilty that you weren't good enough as a parent or you weren't there enough for your children. So this episode is going to focus on that emotion of guilt. And the truth is, even if you are listening to this and you're not a parent, I believe you'll be able to identify with this emotion because we place guilt on ourselves often anyway. Okay, so why guilt and what happened? So two days ago... My kids came home from school, and I had a work phone call to make. Now, usually in my household, I limit computer time. And the reason I do that is because if I don't, my kids really abuse it. (laughs) Right, Abichai? (laughs) So honestly, it's like, what do I let you do? Like an hour a week, right? That's kind of what the schedule is. That's it. Except... When I have a work call or I need the house to be really quiet, 
then I tell them they can go on the computer. It's kind of like a babysitter. And while I don't love doing that, it works. So I told my kids that they can go on the computer. But before I went on, I reminded my son, Avichai, who was sitting next to me, that he had his biking class at four o'clock. And Avichai has a watch, and he usually goes to the class on his own. He just rides over on his bike. It's about 30 seconds from our house. And I guess I assumed to myself that when I got on my work call at three o'clock, that he would leave for his class on time, even when I was on my work call, because he usually does go on time, and he's very conscientious that way. But what happened? What happened, Avichai? He got sucked into the computer. So I got off my phone call, totally unaware of the time, and I looked at my watch, and I saw that it was 3.50 in the afternoon, and I started yelling at him. What are you doing? You didn't leave on time. Why are you still on the freaking computer? And Avichai reacted to my anxiety. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He started crying. And I yelled back, what didn't you know? Yes, you did. You know you had a class. You know you have your biking class. You were just too busy to go on the computer to remember. And it was like back and forth like that for like a minute. Right, Avichai? That's what happened. Until he was just hysterical crying. And at the same time, he was getting himself ready for his class. And I calmed him down by saying that he still had five minutes. And I told him that I would call the teacher and that everything would be fine. And it was. And he left. And he arrived on time. And he started biking up the mountain with his class. Everything was fine. As far as I knew. Until I received a phone call from the coach. Your son fell. We're near the cows. I think he just needs a little sticker. Actually, that's, that's a bad translation. That's what it is in Hebrew, hadbaka. But in English, I don't even know what you call it. It's like not stitches, but it's like a, I don't know, something you put on over a cut, um, almost like a reinforced band-aid. But what happened was it was too deep. Well, we didn't know that at the time, Abichai. So it didn't sound serious. My husband was right next to me. He had just walked in from work. And I told him, just take the car over to the cows and, um, and can you please pick up Avichai and just take him to the local clinic. So we took my daughter to help and he found my son and they drove to the medical clinic down the street. But what happened? It was closed. Oh, it wasn't closed? So what happened? They said they can't, um, uh, like the bill. So they couldn't help me, so we went to another hospital, but then they said they couldn't help me. So then we um, uh, came here, and then they helped me. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't get that part of the story. See, I'm glad that you're here. I thought the, the clinic was closed. That's what I thought Abba said. Okay, but what happened was they went to that clinic, but it was so deep, they said, you need to go to the local emergency room. So they went to the local emergency room, but even there, they said, you need a hospital because he had this major deep cut in, it was like right at the bottom of his belly, between like where his belly meets his leg. Anyway, and it was seriously bleeding, he couldn't straighten his leg, and they were concerned that maybe something got inside. So they called an ambulance, and my daughter rode with my son, and my husband drove behind them. Oh, my God, what a saga. And at the same time, I'm home. I'm all worried, of course, and it's time for my other son's soccer class. 
So I take him and I'm sending text messages back and forth to my husband the whole time. And he writes, they're doing an ultrasound. And now he's getting morphine. And now they're taking him for a CT. And now they want to keep him overnight. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. This is like all my fault, all my fault. He probably wasn't focused because I yelled at him right before he left for his class. And he was probably really hungry because I forgot to give him a snack before he left. And I shouldn't have taken a work call at that hour. I don't give my kids enough attention. I'm a terrible mom. This is all my fault. And as I sat there watching my six-year-old kick a soccer ball around, that's all I could think about. I brought my guitar with me and I just sat on a picnic bench near the soccer field and I just played very mellow music to compliment my very guilty mood. Oi, oi, oi. But I caught myself. I was really stuck on guilt and it wasn't helping me. I was crying. I was really feeling helpless and I knew it wasn't helping my son who was now laying in the hospital or my other son who's playing in this soccer class or my husband or anybody. So what did I do? I sat there as I was watching my six-year-old play soccer and I took a stop. I closed my eyes, I stopped playing guitar and I took some deep breaths and I calmed myself down. And then I T, I told myself that I was stuck on guilt. And I really allowed myself to feel it. And I don't know, I just cried for like five minutes. I just was like, this is all my fault, right? My kid is now stuck in a hospital right now because I just yelled at him. And, and I allowed myself to feel that. And then you, I uncovered my thoughts. Of course, why was I feeling guilty? Again, because I, I yelled at him and I totally was connecting the fact that I yelled at my kid to the fact that he fell, he had this accident. That was it. That was basically my belief that I caused it and it was all my fault. And had I not yelled at him, this wouldn't have happened. He would have gotten to the class earlier. He would have been in a calm mood. He would have had a snack and he wouldn't have fallen off the bike. And I really believed it. But I know that in this step, when you uncover your thoughts, what you have to do is you really have to ask yourself if that thought is 100% true. And I asked myself, Shira, is that 100% true? Do you know that for sure? Do you know that because you yelled at your son, do you know that that's what caused him to fall off his bike? And I honestly answered that by saying, no, I don't know that for sure. He could have fallen off for so many different reasons. I wasn't even there. I don't even know what happened. So no, that belief might not be 100% accurate. So I was able to move on to the next step, consider. I considered staying guilty isn't helping me. I considered it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. I considered there's no connection 
between what happened and what happened. And I considered I can apologize to my son for getting upset and maybe even we can brainstorm how we can prevent that happening in the future. So we stayed over in the hospital the night and in the morning I came to to replace my husband so that he could go to work. And I told my son that I was really feeling guilty. And he looked at me and he said, what is that? <laughs> he said, what is guilty? What does that mean? And so I explained to him what guilty is and I explained to him why I was feeling guilty. And I'm going to let him speak now in his words. I'm going to let him share what he said to me. When I said to him, I feel really guilty because I feel like because I yelled at you, all of this happened. And he responded by saying, It wasn't true. <sighs> My teacher said um, to ride the fastest that I can, so I did. Um, uh, also, there was a strong wind, so the wind pushed me, and then I fell. Like, I did spins in the air, and then I fell. So it had nothing to do with my mom. So, how do you think I felt when my son told me that? Of course, I was in tears, and I felt relieved. And I felt grateful that he was able to verbalize that. And I believed him. I really believed him that it had nothing to do with me. Now, yes, the yelling before the class was not a good thing, and we're going to figure out a way to prevent that, but it wasn't my fault, and I really believed that. And in hearing that and really getting unstuck from feeling guilt, I was able to remind myself, okay, that it's okay that I got stuck on feeling guilt in the first place. It happens, and I'm sure it happens to many parents. I really think a lot of parents can get stuck on guilt, believing that whatever happens with our kids, it's always our fault, or it's a direct correlation to how we parent. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't put an emphasis on parenting, on good parenting. And I'm not saying we shouldn't try to improve ourselves as parents and as people in general, because in doing so, I do believe that will affect our kids. But I am saying there's no guarantee. You could be the best parent in the world and your child can still fall and get hurt or get bad grades or suddenly get sick or turn out not how you expected. It's just true. You never really know. So those were my thoughts from 6 a.m. in the hospital. I was barely awake after having slept on a couch next to my son's bed. And I am now recording this a few days later after he was released back home. And I'm very happy and grateful to say that he is starting to walk again and is slowly recovering. So, Avichai, I just wanted to say thank you for coming on to my show and for really helping me get unstuck. You're welcome. So, can you think back of a time when you felt guilty as a parent or as a friend or maybe even guilty towards yourself? Can you think of a time where you felt 
maybe you weren't good enough? And can you consider that maybe, just maybe, whatever that situation was, maybe it wasn't even your fault? It's just a consideration. All right, my dear friends, three more days until the Getting Unstuck retreat, which is now sold out, and I cannot wait to share with you next week all about it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Next week, I will be dedicating the episode to the power of talking out a stuck situation. So stay tuned. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.